In looking back at some of these assemblies over the last two months or so, I note that there are some recurring themes. And one is the current state of the world and what you, boys and girls, as representatives of the next generation of leaders and influencers, what you are going to do about it. For wherever there is discord, whether it be in your home, in terms of friction with your sibling or with your parents, or in your class, in terms of not getting on with some of your classmates, um, or whether it be on a broader scale, in terms of not agreeing with decisions that are made politically in your name on a national or international scale, the question arises, what are you going to do about it? One of the most influential guides to effective living, to effective self-management, as well as effective engagement with others, is a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it was written, I think, back in the 80s by someone called Stephen Covey. And today it is read widely by business and political leaders across the world as they continue on their personal and professional journey of growth. Now, it's a book I've read and reread countless times. And there is a version for teenagers which we use uh, within the school, and many of you will be familiar with it. But it is habit five. Seek first to understand, then be understood, which seems to be conspicuous today by its absence. For most of us, when we've decided something, well, we think other people must be wrong if they have a different view. Uh, if I support Chelsea Football Club, but you support Arsenal, there must be something wrong with you. Um, if I support the Labour Party, but you support the Conservative Party, then you must be an idiot. Um, if I think that Donald Trump is a great world leader and you don't, then you must be mentally defective. Um, if I think that the Black Lives Matter movement needs to be supported, but you don't, then I'm going to cut off all contact with you, not talk to you, throw you off my social media account. Indeed, I've seen this, where people actually post online, if you don't agree with me, then I shall unfriend you. You can see where I'm going with this. In a world where ideas can be so polarised, so divisive, we run the risk of placing ourselves in one camp, but then not listening to the others. I've heard so many people of late um, criticise the American president, and I've heard many criticise the British prime minister. Um, and frankly, I've heard people be rude about the people who voted for them. But this does not help our world to heal. And what Covey argues in his book is that if we wish to be effective individuals, we must seek first to understand before telling the other person where they're going wrong. Seek first to understand, then be understood. Imagine that um, someone is telling you that all chocolate cake should be banned and the sale of all chocolate should be stopped with immediate effect. For most people who like chocolate, they won't allow that person to get to the end of the sentence. They will interrupt. They will say, no way! Or they'll say, I have my rights, or don't be so stupid. And this is because it is very 
very, very hard for us to listen to something that we disagree with without interrupting. It is a skill. And for most people, it is even harder to make the intellectual effort to understand why the other person is thinking this way. But my goodness, it is powerful if you can do it. And I urge you, the next time someone says something you don't agree with, let them speak. Ask them clarifying questions. And most powerful of all, show them you have understood by, by repeating back to them their argument. So what you're saying is, show them so that they feel you understand what they're saying. It's powerful because it is courteous and because it is respectful. And remember, showing someone that you have understood their argument does not mean that you agree with it. But understanding another person's view is the first step to influencing the other person by showing them the genuine respect that you have understood their grievance. For at heart, we are all emotional creatures. None of us want someone to interrupt us, to tell us where we're wrong. We want to be heard. But I think all of us can think of times when we've changed our minds about something. But those conditions are best created. The conditions of changing one's mind in an atmosphere of respect and trust. Communicating is the most important skill in life. We spend most of our waking hours communicating. Um, if you come down to breakfast and your parent asks how you are and you, uh, you grunt whilst eating your toast, you are communicating. For we communicate with our bodies as much as, probably even more than, we do with our words. We spend our time at school learning to read and to write and in improving our algebra. But do we spend enough time learning to listen? Seek first to understand before being understood. I cannot repeat that often enough. Showing that genuinely you understand how another person came to a view that is different from yours is not the same as agreeing with that person. And more and more, when I think back of my great teachers, it is not what they taught me that had the greatest effect, but rather how they listened to me. Indeed, what shaped me was not their words, but rather who they were, their character, their kindness, and their humanity. For how we influence others does not stem from the logic of our argument. The key to a person's influence, to your influence with me, is your example, your character. Your example flows out of your character, the kind of person you truly are. Have a good day, everyone.